0: Oh, it's party card sports back at it again i'm cody that's nate
1: your boys back at it again with a disc golf for another week of the dgpt
0: great mm, mm, mm. week and weekend of disc golf me personally PDGA didn't play all didn't good play. yeah you did friday
1: oh, yeah that's not pdga
0: yeah, but we played Friday and somebody got their butt handed to them and it wasn't me.
1: Yeah. What about what about today?
0: Hey, today it was a different story. We ain't talking about today. Well, we we're talking th- about last Friday. Well, last
1: Friday we talked about last Friday on the podcast. Now you're bring it up what? again.
0: Guess what? Last Friday took you down a little bit, but you also were on my team and we took down the other tires today you had a good day
1: my partner had a good day the the harp you know had a good day then again he played three rounds he should have had a good day
0: hey man dc also had a good day to do chuck coming in clutch dc took me a little bit to yeah me- <laughs> i'm
1: like who the hell what the hell is dc what we've, already done, we've already done the football podcast dc og dc og Wow, we'll see how fast everyone else catches on to that one. <laughs> so
0: great week for the Austin. The oh, open yeah, the, at Austin. The
1: open at Austin. Again. It, go ahead. Not lead card. Yeah. I mean, once again, second week in a row, we see the winner come off not lead card. But before I dig into that, it was it was fun. It was fun to watch because as we saw or as we talked about last week. You know, we we record Friday nights. We were able to watch the first round kind of come in at the op- for the open at Austin, and it be real low. The first round, very cold, very windy, hot round, minus five shot by four players. Uh the course also being new, rather difficult. And we talked about it. I like the fact that we were able to see pros struggle for once. Oh yeah, I get tired of watching the same pros shoot. An average of 10 to 12 down, three, four rounds a day or a weekend and just demolish a course. I like to see them struggle. I like to see them have to think about their shots and have to execute a more precise shot and be punished for not hitting a tighter line, especially when it's not in the woods. You know, the open in Austin, not a truly wooded course. There was some you know, tighter, more finesse holes in sections, especially on the par five where Homeboy got, you know, knocked out by the grenade from Eagle. Poor guy. That was wild. Hope he's okay.
0: That was wild. I heard that dude actually was split all the way to his school.
1: That is what they said.
0: And he was, uh, so apparently he was out of there as fast as possible the moment he found out. Because he was split all the way to the school. Let that be a warning to anybody. Do not stand in the way of a disc being thrown right at you.
1: I mean... Allegedly, what had happened is, is Eagle says he's going over the top and everyone says, okay, yeah, you're clear, you're clear. He throws the grenade over the top. Catch Cam is there. It's kind of hard to tell how far away he is from the basket. I think he's outside of that first circle, so 33 feet, but he's definitely within the second circle at within 60 feet. So I think there needs to be some more, you know, regulations on where Catch Cam is. Should be, and I think they need to start looking into that. The whole bump cap and hard hat thing is just a little too much.
0: I got a new product, right? A million-dollar idea. I'm giving it to you guys, our viewers. Do do what you want with it. A hat with a little net trampoline attached to the top of it. So just in case it comes straight down, it just bounces away. Million-dollar
1: idea. It bounces away. It could probably go you know. Screw the player, right? Screw the player. Spectator's part oh, of the course, right?
0: I got it. it. You made those hats where the string attached it, to your with head? With the clap hands? And then you just, tink, tink, and it's a little clappy hands above your head. Oh, my God. Catches the disc for you. <laughs> Nobody
1: loses. The player still gets their disc right there. Maybe, maybe you should look into branding that and you know, brand it with the disc. Yeah, brand. I think yeah. it's a
0: million-dollar idea. You guys can take it from me. Go for it.
1: That is absolutely horrendous. Anyways, back to the Austin and wrapping that up. Ganenberg comes off chase card, winning his first pro tour event, his second event this season. <whistles> What's that all about? You don't you don't like Ganenberg? You don't like the iceberg? Stop.
0: He don't. What? That's just way too close to almost calling him the Iceman, and he ain't the Iceman.
1: No one can be the Iceman, Chuck Liddell. No one.
0: Okay, listen. I have nothing against Scanlon Burr. Burr. He's a young kid. Not my favorite guy to watch. Why? Not my favorite guy to root for. Just kind of a meh guy. Like if 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 he wins, I'm like, okay, no big deal. Okay. Like when when somebody when somebody tells me, "Hey, Gannenberg's Burr's doing good," I go, "What? What? What?" You know, I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't care. As much it's just like if someone was like, Hey, Kyle Kine one, what? So basically, my whole season so far has been what? <laughs> so <laughs> what I I you know this so far this year, people might disagree with me. I'm gonna be the controversial one. So far this year, PJ has been boring. DGPT, DGPT has been
1: boring. Yeah, the pro tour according to you, been boring. I think it's been exciting. Especially with this last weekend, the field was extremely tight. Going into the last round, 19 players within five strokes. And on that course, five strokes would be made up real quick. We saw it every single day. For example, two holes in, in the final round, Calvin was going into the final round and he was tied for third. Two holes in, he dropped all the way down to tied for 28th. Ends up coming back, tying for third after rallying on the back nine. And spoiler alert, is the only person on lead card to stay in the top four at the finish. Everybody else from lead card in the final round dropped way off the pace and finished outside of the top five. The top four finishers all came off chase card, the winner being Gannon Burr. Second place finisher, Simon Lazat came off third card. And tied for third with Calvin Heinberg. came off fourth card, James Proctor.
0: Okay, stop what you're about to say. Yes, Amasa. Is this something we are going to continuously see or, for YouTube viewers, not see?
1: I think the whole coming off third and fourth card is going to slow down. I think with how, with it being a new course, a new event, and conditions, you know, for the first couple rounds not being as scoreable, which kept things really tight to the third round, I think made it more competitive. Like I said, 19 players within five strokes going into the last round. But I think as we get into more of these courses that they've played year in year out, we're going to see more people kind of pull away where you're going to have just your first card, your lead card, and then your chase card may catch up. But I do think we're going to continue to see chase card really making pushes for wins second and third place finishes but the whole third and fourth card like we saw this weekend i don't think we're gonna see near as much if ever again this season
0: see this is it's a huge reason why i've said so far this year has been boring because first of all on youtube when you get to go get a chance to rewatch it off of the four hour stream or more of the live when you go back to watch you can't see it So, half the time, I don't even get a chance to actually see the winner win. I'm watching these losers lose. (laughs) And that's no fun. So, unless you're watching live, which we've both said is lacking in terms of commentating, camera angles, streaming capabilities.
1: The streaming and, you know, being able to put a good stream together, with that doesn't cut out is where they've really sacrificed a lot this year they're having more angles and more cameras and more coverage during live, but it just continues to cut out and drop signal. That's where it's just absolutely terrible. I think it
0: was last tournament, not this one, but the tournament four, it cut out with like two or three holes left and then come back until it was over.
1: I I never watched any of the live coverage from Waco. I
0: I usually don't either. So, But here's the thing. Will this lead to more companies going out getting chase cards? and putting it out so that people can see the winning rounds? Or is the live going to step it up, make changes there? Is Jomez going to go in and get more cameras to go do chase card at the same time? What's going down? What what happens so that this doesn't happen anymore?
1: Well, I think, as for live, I don't think anything's going to change throughout this season. I think the live is going to be what it is, and the way... The live works, you know, you have some places on the course where you get good reception, therefore the, the stream is very, you know, well put together, and there's other times, especially at Green Green Mountain State, I think, where you just have terrible reception, and you the live stream just cuts out, and it's just really fucking terrible, but your point on post-production like Jomez, GK, OTB, yada yada yada, you know, Jomez, they're already stretched pretty thin, they get you know, the lead card, the feature card of FPO and MPO this year. You know, you have GK Pro getting most of the chase cards, if not all the chase cards for uh, pro tour events. Uh, You have OTP or OTB doing other, you know, third card, fourth card. You have Gatekeeper doing a lot of the Silver Series stuff. So when you get in a post-production, there's a lot of names out there. There's a lot of YouTube channels. There's a lot of coverage out there. What I had heard today from somebody at the shop Is that it seems that almost anybody can get permission from the DGPT, from the PDGA, and from whatever tournament, that TD, to film and do post-production of any card. At a cost? At a small fee, yes. So, we're seeing a lot, and I heard very potentially, there's a local person that may or may not, not going to drop any names, have the opportunity... To film a potential, I think it was a Silver Series is what I was told, in Kansas City. I'm not dropping any names, I'm not dropping any tournaments. Just saying. I was told that... Did you buy a 4K camera? It would be fucking dope. Party, party car productions? <laughs> the problem with that is, I think we would lose all rights to film ever again. Because I would talk so much shit on every bad shot. <laughs> well,
0: that was shitty. Oh, wow. He's <laughs>
1: Five, sheet, five feet from the basket, could done better.
0: Hey, Nico, that was 30 seconds, jackass.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we would not last long in post-production coverage.
0: Plus, it'd be wobbly because we'd be drinking as we're covering.
1: <laughs> hold on, hold your putt, I gotta no, put, no, no. put well, my no, beer down. I got
0: it, I got it. We hire someone else.
1: And then we just do the And commentary. we have a little
0: screen that we're sitting, no, we're just sitting at a table. And we have someone following around and we're doing commentary. So that way we don't get in trouble for saying mean things to the players.
1: Interesting. Yes. Okay. Do we just become millionaires? No. No, we did not. Oh,
0: that's unfortunate.
1: <laughs> no, no, we did not.
0: Okay, so you're telling me that more skin is getting into the
1: game? I believe so. From what I've been told, it seems like there's a lot of skin getting in the game and a lot early. People trying to take over that hot seat. And I think we're starting to see. I I personally am starting to see it more from OTB and GK and Gatekeeper. Because, I mean, obviously, Joe Mez gets the last card. So they're, they're the last person out. They're the last team out. They're the last ones in.
0: They have the contract.
1: They have the contract. They're like but,
0: TBS you know. The NBA.
1: I wake up in the morning, and OTB and GK, they've already got their cards up. And it's not, you know, six, eight hours later.
0: I've been wondering and, that. Until
1: Jomez is up. I'm like, dude, these guys already got their shit up. Where the fuck's Jomez at? But Jomez does I, put way more animations. They uh, do yes. way more commentary, yes. way more post, post-production things than those other companies. Here's
0: what I'm thinking, though. Hear me out. Why don't they put up? Who's they? Jomez. Okay. Why don't they put up a a camera minimal edited version?
1: We don't want to see that though. We've already talked about Joe Mess being the standard. But if, I also, if but I up also, shit, shit but hey, contract. I
0: also don't want to see eight hours later when the next round's over. I don't want to see the first sure. Okay,
1: I've, I've, they haven't done that yet. I no, I, I bet it will happen.
0: No. I multiple times even last year, the third round, the third and final round to be over. And then the second round. Is yeah, posted. but
1: they've also they usually post on it like, hey, you know, we had technical difficulties, we're not gonna be able to post the second uh, round. Technical so difficulties.
0: Thinking. I had too much coffee and had to brown myself all day. Hey, some of those
1: guys, they work long hours. Hey, I will give them their due diligence. Good,
0: hey, I'm just making all in good funnies here. I don't, Joe, as you do a great job, but, but <laughs> let me get them videos <laughs> faster. Hire another editor.
1: That's all I'm trying to say.
0: But and, I'm not, uh, and I'm not saying I'll do it, because I can't.
1: No, no. But if you want commentary, your boys are I right here. I got you. I got you. But
0: you might have to edit in some beeps. A shit ton. It, especially <laughs> if we're fucking... Hammering. ...gonna be... Well, yeah. We'll have to be drinking.
1: I don't disc golf sober. I sure as fuck don't talk about disc golf sober. So I'm not gonna do commentary sober. Hell yeah. Dude, I'm... I'm Disc- excited about that now.
0: Beards with Beards with the boys is uh, it would be our after interviews.
1: The boys are buzzing with like a bunch of Z's. Oh, ah,
0: there we go. Except now we'd have to be sponsored by Discraft.
1: Hashtag Discraft. <laughs> Shout out Discraft. No one cares. But <laughs> sponsored. <laughs> to wrap up, you know the MPO side of Austin. You know, round one, high winds, really cold, new course. Hot round was only five tons pounds. of OB. Tons of OB. Hot round was only five down by, like I said, four players. Round two, lower winds, still kind of cold. All the pros made adjustments. Only one person saw, shot double digits under par. Neg 12 uh, by that Redland guy who ended up being on lead card for the final round was the only person I shot under par double digit in the second round. And he shot neg 12.
0: Yes, that was crazy.
1: Round three, very low wins, very scoreable conditions, made more adjustments. The hot round was only neg 10, shot by four players, uh, including Gannon Burr. Five players. Five players. I forgot. Yeah, you'd, yeah.
0: Gannon Burr, James Proctor, Austin Turner, Mason Ford. This one's way down the list. Thomas Gilbert.
1: Yeah. That's why I didn't see that fifth one. So it's nice to see that in a tournament, there still wasn't as many. Double-digit under-pars, as we're used to seeing, because we're seeing pros have to make adjustments and have to struggle. I enjoyed it. Some of you may not, but I like seeing pros struggle because now they they know what it's like.
0: I would rather see minus 22 than minus 42.
1: Yeah, because when you get minus 42, it just becomes a shootout. And then at that point, it becomes who's just making putts.
0: And it's more relatable to me, like not as like, oh, I can shoot minus 22, meaning more or less... It's so unfathomable for me to think, oh, I could go minus 40 in three rounds. But if, if well, someone was like, hey, the went minus minus I'd go, well, I might be able to do minus 22 in three rounds. You know, I don't know.
1: It's a little closer. It's <laughs> it's a little bit more relatable. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. So now we look at the FPO side.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Guess who's
1: back? Okay. Whoa. Back again. So page per... Paige Pierce Paige gets her back. gets her first her pro friend. tour win of the season. Her first win since the European Open last year. She had a huge drop off last year. She finally makes a comeback after finishing 16th the week before. You know, kudos on Paige Pierce. Granted, she did not play very well in the last round, but she had a huge enough lead after Krista Tatar really dropped off the pace in the last round. She no, shit. No. The absolute bad. No, man.
0: Christian Jatar had a terrible first round, right? No. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, She had had a terrible last round. Yes, she did. She didn't have a good tournament at all, to be honest.
1: She was one stroke behind going in the last round. She was one stroke behind Paige Pierce going in the last round. And she shit the absolute bed. It ended even par. I believe even par for yeah, the tournament. Yeah, bad
0: tournament for her, to be honest.
1: Uh, Actually, I think she finished over par. And she, yeah, Chris she finished tar- at plus one. Yeah, she finished over par and tied mm-hmm. for fifth. Her mm-hmm. You first- know who
0: doesn't do that very often? Paige Pierce.
1: This is Kristen Tatar's first time missing the podium in a DGPT event. In her career. The first time she has not placed... First, second, or First, third. First, probably
0: not last.
1: Yeah, Paige Pierce has l- more non-podium finishes. Granted, she's probably played a few more. A few? I would say just a few.
0: How, man, I mean, how the, many? How many events has Christian Guitar played? I don't have that stat. Of course you don't.
1: But I can. But Paige I can,
0: Pierce has played three hundred and thirty-eight.
1: But I can tell you, they're... Exact record in tournaments that they played in the the same tournament. I can tell you the record in which Kristen Tatar. Do you have
0: the last year?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I have the last actu- twelve months. Yep, I have actually every tournament that they've played. Okay, against each other from twenty seventeen to current.
0: In I don't I no all
1: of them. Nope, this is, well, just
0: with. I don't have the just with Tatar. This is it. Just them together doesn't. Nope. This is matter. Tatar
1: versus Paige Pierce for Majors, what Elite Series, ever, DGPT, and counts. National Tours. In tournaments where Tatar and Paige Pierce both played, Tatar has placed higher than Paige Pierce fifteen times. While Paige Pierce only placed higher eleven times. Out of the eleven times Paige Pierce placed higher than Chris Tatar, she eight of those were wins. Damn. Out of the the 15 times Tatar placed higher than Paige Pierce, 10 of those were wins. So she has more technical wins over Paige Pierce. Nine of those were seconds for Tatar. Three of those were thirds for Tatar. For Paige Pierce, eight of those were seconds. Four of those were thirds. Top tens against each other. Kristen Tatar is 100% top 10 against Paige Pierce. Well, Paige Pierce is only 89%.
0: Hey, man, listen. You don't have to get into the stats that I, I'm just
1: giving you the because stats.
0: Because you're more of a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately type of guy.
1: Well, I'm more
0: of a all-around 156 wins type of guy.
1: Hey, everything is what-have-you-done-lately. And uh, Page Pierce hasn't done a lot podium lately.
0: type of guy. A 325 top 10 type of guy. A... $362,000 earnings type of guy. See, I don't know what your girl is bringing, but my girl will be bringing that dollar bills.
1: All you're doing is stating stats of Paige Paris, which I would say is commendable and very exceptional. But comparatively and relative to her competition against Tatar in the career, she does not here, stack up.
0: Here, let, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about your what your little stats can't tell you.
1: Stat Mando, by the way.
0: What your stat can't tell you. I'm on Stat Mando too.
1: You're not. You're looking. I'm at, on
0: Stat Mando right here.
1: You were looking at PDGA.
0: Stat Mando. Okay. So let me tell you something that little stats can't tell you. Paige is Muhammad Ali, right?
1: No, she's white.
0: The, the greatest and the best thing like a butterfly, float like a bee, all that type of stuff.
1: Wrong. She's a fucking crybaby. Oh, my dad pushed me too hard.
0: Whatever. Some people can tarp and do whatever about that. But fucking crybaby. Christian Detar is 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 right now is Mike Tyson. All right? She hits hard. Looks good. Has a lisp or whatever. Hers is an accent, but whatever. I'm say, I thing. don't think she has a lisp, but it's mm, an mm, accent. If, if, if she
1: did, it'd be fucking hot.
0: The the new hotness, the young guy. But even the new if, hotness is, hey, is an understatement. But hey.
1: Mm-mm-mm.
0: Everybody knows who the goat is.
1: It's not Paige Pierce.
0: Everybody knows who the goat is.
1: It's not Paige Pierce.
0: Five, six world championships. The goat. Yeah, Paige Pierce.
1: It's gonna be six. Why? Because she finally won a tournament. She finally I'm, won a pro tour event. Just, I'm telling you, man.
0: Everybody's just way too overhyped. Don't believe. Don't believe the super hype. Christian Tar, damn good player, was gonna win. But let's be honest, we're just talking about Paul and Ricky. No, we're That's not.
1: That's all we're, we're ta- talking about. We're talking, we're talking about, about Paul and Ricky. We're talking about the tar and paige pierce. Completely different.
0: Yeah, and and Paige is the proven Paul. And the Tar is the Ricky. Accolades, Pierce. Maybe wins and, and other stuff.
1: Podium finishes, consistent finishes.
0: Worlds, where's Worlds at?
1: And Worlds, the first Worlds that, because, let's see, where's it at? The last Worlds where Paige did win. I just had it. Tatar, I think, finished fifth. Yeah, fifth. Okay. But But it's still not, when you look at another tournament where.
0: Does Tatar have a world championship? No. Have a U.S. championship?
1: No, but you talk about how long Paige Pierce has been playing compared to Krista Tatar. It's only a matter of time till Tatar gets a We'll in see, Worlds.
0: we'll see. We'll see at the end of this year. You wanted to bring this up. This is on you. I I just wanted to be cordial. And you would just throw in Tatar out there, and she has nothing to stand on.
1: I just told you. a couple you.
0: measly wins, a
1: couple. Fifteen.
0: A couple of measly wins. She's like she's like Dale Earnhardt Jr. <laughs> wow. Just name and ask No Fucking Championships.
1: Wow. Can't believe you would say something like that. Why? Well, how, how how are you relating disc golf to to NASCAR?
0: <laughs> they both make left turns if you throw right handed I guess
1: that's okay yeah
0: that's anyway let's get back to the main business here holy shit I actually fucked
1: up that is my bad I completely forgot Kristen Tar did win worlds last year my
0: B see he can't even remember the person he's arguing for obviously forgettable Paige not forgettable bingo
1: yeah Paige Pierce didn't even finish in the top yeah didn't even make a podium in that that's weird
0: Big winner, Cody, on that when,
1: one. Once you brought up worlds, I was like, "Wait, hold on." Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Oh, wait, she did win worlds last That's year." Still
0: one to five.
1: That's true, one to five. But you know, you got you guys. L- let us know. Hit us up on the Twitter party card sports at the Twitter. Also on That's Facebook. Who you guys like party card sports?
0: You like the good player, the consistent, long term Paige Pierce?
1: She's not consistent.
0: Or do you just like the beauty queen, who's the looks? way more consistent? I, Christian Tatar.
1: I mean, I didn't see Tatar take a 16th or an 18th finish. What happened?
0: What? What oh, happened? Oh, sorry. Creighton just won the game by 11, so I won all my bets.
1: Uh, well, at least I didn't win by 15.
0: Anyway, we're, we're getting off topic. You made me argue about the women's side.
1: So, anyways, to finish up the FPO side, Paige ended up winning. Yeah, uh, she did. Christian Tatar does not make. A podium finish for the first time in DGPT and her DGPT career. Uh once again, we take a look at the FPO side. Two of the top four finishers came off chase card. Katrina Allen and Jess Coez. Both came off chase card. Uh Katrina Allen finishing second, solo second, and I believe Jess Coez finishing tied for third or solo third. I'm solo not, solo third.
0: Tied, side with Missy.
1: Yeah. tied for third with Missy Gannon. So even on the FPO side, things were kind of tight. Also their lead card did not play very well. I mean, Krista Chris, Tatar shot over par. Paige Pierce only shot even par. While on Chase card, Katrina Allen, I believe, shot minus four or minus three for the round. And Jessica Wee shot under par, making moves up the leaderboard. That is correct. Is that that could be something that we continue to see in the I think the FPO field at the top is going to be a little bit more competitive as the year goes on more. So as the MPO,
0: it's it's, going to be what it was in MPO. Like five years ago, you got, you got, I hate to keep saying this, but you got your Paul Rickey. Now everybody else is your Simon, your Nate Sexton, your Kevin Jones, uh, Who's your little short guy? You like Emerson Keith? Yeah, he hasn't shown uh, Those yeah, type of guys, you know, Nico, whatever. Those are those.
1: How dare you relate really, any of these? five I couldn't think women of another pro to, player for some
0: reason. To Nico, Can, Calvin. Okay,
1: Calvin, yeah, wasn't, yeah, Calvin
0: wasn't really playing five years ago, so you can't really add him in.
1: But how? How dare you even? know women one of your guys the, that the, you like in the FPO.
0: I throw one of you guys. You like Nate
1: Sexton? Yeah, but how you how you gonna relate any of these women in the FPO to Nico? I don't
0: know.
1: Yeah, is terrible. Any, is
0: there any douche canoe in FPO?
1: Nothing I know of. Paige Pierce, maybe. I mean, she had the whole Krista Tar, her daughter being on the caddy, but Listen, on the on the caddy bag, she,
0: was she breaking a rule?
1: I I was actually not quite familiar with that rule at the time.
0: The rule is the caddy has to be of a certain age, and the daughter was playing as her caddy, Allegedly. and she wasn't of a certain age. Now you cannot sit here and tell me, especially you, that you wouldn't have called in and threw off someone's mental game just to get a W, because you know you would have.
1: I w- I wasn't playing. I know, but you would
0: have taken that option. You would have been like, okay, how can I get in this person's head? Boom, this is how I'm going to do it. And it would have been totally legal. You're not even cheating. You would have struck at the chance, and you fucking know it. Probably. Exactly. So how can you be mad at someone else for doing it? I'm just saying. Yeah, you're just saying. Just just like you say a lot of things.
1: Says the guy that just kind of pulled random shit out of his fucking mouth for the last hour before this podcast started.
0: Yeah, and 90% of it was correct, and the other 10% no one is ever going to call me out on. Except maybe your brother, because he does text me and tell me every time I'm wrong.
1: Every single time. But I was wrong on the last podcast, too, about the whole Philip Lindsay thing. But anyways, as we continue through the season, obviously there's going to be more DGPT events this week going on right now. We have the Texas State's. Not a pro tour event, like it is a pro tour event, but it's not an elite series, it's a silver series. Uh, brand new course is actually the first time I can recall where on this premise, premises, they have two completely opposite courses for the FPO and MPO divisions. I think that's pretty solid to have two whole courses that are completely different for the divisions instead of having alternate tee pads or alternate baskets to. For which each division plays.
0: I didn't even know that. That's brand new news to me.
1: Yep, I just figured that out today when I went to the shop.
0: That's pretty cool. I uh, I do like that because I think sometimes these FPOs when they go out onto MPO styled courses, it's a little unfair. Too really long. I know they have separate tee pads and stuff. On or, or baskets, ones. yeah. Yeah, but it, it just seems like it doesn't play into their play style a lot. Here, here's what I'm thinking. So, I've had wavering opinions on women's sports and how you can change them and stuff and to make them more exciting and everything like this. If you can make disc golf for women more exciting, more scorable, similar to MPO in a certain way, Mm. then you can get more people to watch. So, if that is by playing two separate courses and making it more exciting, more uh, competitive compared to the MPO class... More power, too. I'm, I'm down for it.
1: Yeah. And from what I saw today from the FPO, because I watched a little bit while I was waiting on you to get to the shop. Of course, like pretty freaking dope. They had like a nice like uh, water carries like a 208, 280 water carry. But they were teeing off from basically a dock. Pretty awesome scenery. You know, very similar to uh, hole 16 at uh, Emporia Country Club. But I digress.
0: Let's no, no page, no Paul this week. That's interesting.
1: That's yeah, a silver. Star. Well, we know Paul wasn't because he cut his finger open. uh That. that yeah, last year.
0: I, I. That's what I'm. I, that's I didn't oh. look. I didn't look through to see that. But yes, that is why Paul's not there. He cut open his finger, tried to super glue it, but I can only go so far. What did you say?
1: I completely forgot about Ricky. Ricky, Ricky
0: also is not playing because of an injury. His wrist. His
1: wrist? Ri- his wrist flared back up.
0: Yes, his wrist, yes. His
1: wrist. his wrist flared back up, and he's gonna take he said that he's gonna take more time off and actually try to heal. Good. Uh I don't know what that means for Ricky. Ah, uh, don't come back like Eagle. What do you mean, don't come back like Eagle is able to play. Now he doesn't have his forehand, but Eagle still No, no,
0: no I meant last year. Oh. Eagle was still hurting. He didn't he obviously didn't forehand. Yeah, he won a tournament without it.
1: He won but not how, just a tournament, the European Open.
0: But how much did that risk outweigh what he gained? He well, could have hurt himself worse.
1: Well, there's a difference between throwing forehand and throwing backhand. And an elbow injury.
0: I think uh, but here's the thing. I think Ricky is looking health first. Physical health first. He has a long career. Listen, how many guys can withstand long careers in disc golf?
1: Probably a lot.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, look at freaking uh, what's homeboy with the long beard, older guy. Johnny runner, Johnny McRae, Johnny McRae, Johnny McCray, just Johnny McCray played forever. Had a had a heart had a heart, had a, of, heart attack on of yes, course. But, I mean, he's older. He's older guy. But and he he survived and he's doing playing better. Game. I don't know if he's playing. Yeah, he's playing. He, yeah. So these guys can be looking at this like, what? Is Paul 30? Is Ricky 30? Ricky's young for how long he's been in, right? Say
1: Paul's like 29 or 30.
0: Yeah. So these guys got like another you know, 10, 15, 20 years.
1: Yeah, until they can even start playing Masters.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So I would be more inclined for them to take some time off. Especially for injury, especially if we can get back to that battles with with the big boy battles where it's like them two going back and at it back at it back and forth. I would much rather see him healthy.
1: I don't think we're ever going to see that again. You never know. I think the new age of disc golf has come in with a lot of these young guys that are just throwing so far that if these younger guys, all
0: the courses are tailored to that.
1: Exactly. If all these young guys can figure out, you know the mental side of it, you know, being able to keep their head when things don't go right. Talking we're, about AB we're, again, aren't you? I'm talking about AB, I'm talking about uh Kyle Klein who can have blowups when things start kind of snowballing. Eagle McMahon can start snowballing. I mean, burr, burr, you know, when things just don't quite go the way they want to a couple holes in a row, we those young guys tend to snowball and just go downhill while the veteran guides, your, your Rickies, your Barsby's, your, your Paul's, you know, they get a bogey, they get another bogey. Okay. You know, it's just a bogey. And then they get right back on the train, you know, short term memory. Uh, if those young guys can figure it out, the battles that you and I, or mostly you keep referring to the Paul and the Ricky battles, those are all gone. We're going to see Gannon versus Kyle Klein. We're going to see the Gannon versus Calvin's all the time.
0: That sounds boring to me.
1: I don't, I don't think so. Who can throw the
0: disc the furthest?
1: I mean, Paul, Paul's right up there with those. They throw further than Paul, but Paul's still right up there with distance. So's
0: Ricky. So's Eagle. Well, Eagle so is Eagle's
1: young. Simon's not young. Simon, Simon's older. But Eagle, Eagle's still young. He's. I mean, he's not 30 like Paul and Ricky are pushing.
0: No. he He was the next generation after those guys. Simon is yeah. still there, though. He's old.
1: Simon's working the dad life now. He had his first kid last year. I think Simon's pushing thirty. I think by the time his contract is up with MVP, he's going to be eligible for the Masters. No, I think so. I think he's going to be looking for MP4. I think he's. I think he's pretty close to thirty right now. And he's got a ten-year contract with MVP. I
0: I don't think so. I think you're full of it, right there. There's no way he is going to be pushing 40 or 50, right? He had to be 50. to No,
1: MP40, in in, 40, 40 is he's masters. only 30 right now. Exactly. And he's got a 10. I just said he's 30 now. And after his 10-year contract, he's going to be pushing the masters if he wants to. 40, you can start playing masters because that's age protected.
0: He's not going to be playing Masters
1: anymore. Oh, no. I, I don't think he's going to be playing Masters. I don't think Paul's going to be playing Masters. Th- those guys aren't going to be playing age protected until they're 50 or 60. Okay? I don't think
0: they'll ever play I think they'll retire.
1: No. Nah. Well, guys like Paul and Simon who are just, they're made for this game, especially you got the Paul McBeth Foundation and everything and everything he does for disc golf outside of just playing it. Paul McBeth is forever going to be part of PDGA and DGPT. As long as he's around and breathing – He's going to be a part of it, whether he's playing it or not. But, okay. you know, we wrapped up, Austin. Let's get into our our actual discussion topic of the week. And that's something that we kind of teased last week. Branding and how Disc Golf and the DGPT and the PDGA have all these of partners and brands that kind of, you know, help them... <clears throat> engage with the community. So two brands that really aren't disc golf companies but are, you know, big for the DGPT and are now basically synonymous with disc golf more or less is Bushnell. The Bushnell rangefinders, all that good stuff. You know, Bushnell's not a disc golf brand. You know, they're they're outdoor sports, yeah, but you know, they make Range finders for shooting ranges and binoculars and other outdoor equipment such as optics for your guns. They just jumped
0: on because they could. They said, "Oh, I'm
1: gonna get in." This now.
0: is this is a game where they measure distances in their heads. Let's give them a distance for their eyeball that they can actually measure. And so they they are they already have the technology. In fact,
1: just converted they, just, to feet. <laughs> they, just,
0: they converted feet. They they converted feet and they downgraded it because they don't give you lofts or whatever elevation and all that they do in the in that that little bushnell you got
1: that they have they have versions that you can versions
0: sure but and they said hey we could we could sell it for like 150 bucks boom they just made money
1: boom and now there's other versions out but i mean Bushnell's the first ones in and they're the ones that are partnered with dgpt and speakers yeah yeah, they're caddy speaker that you can link to u-disc in your phone and it'll read out the range to the pin or whatever. That's pretty cool. The first time Chuck used that, I'm like, "The hell's talking?" He's like, "Oh, dude, this is my speaker." I'm like, "That's cool. As long as U Disk is actually right."
0: Just jumped onto the speaker game before any other speaker company could do it better.
1: Well, I mean, that's actually branded disc golf, but you know, between you and me, I'm going to take my JBL any day of the week. Any day of the week, way Very better easy. sounding.
0: Better sounding, more volume. If yeah. you really are having a good party, card, turn it yeah. up, crank it up, have a party.
1: I mean, yeah, you can't connect it to U disk or whatever. Or I'm
0: good whatever. without hearing Alexa tell me what hole I'm on and how, how far, far it's posted. Not how far it is, how far it's posted
1: allegedly. So outside of Bushnell, we have Zuka. You know, a lot of disc golfers may or may not know that Zuka came out. You know, was around way before their super yeah. cards.
0: Did you know that? Okay, so baggage, of course, you know, right. baggage Zuka. Did you know Zuka is huge? In cornhole.
1: That has just been recent,
0: yes. It's just been recent? More. And, yeah, and that's I more recent. Every cornhole tournament I've ever been to, I've seen more Zuka cards than I do on the disc golf course. See, and,
1: and it's weird because, I mean, what, what do they carry there? Just, just their bags. bags. Yeah, bags, maybe bags, some chalk.
0: Some chalk. Yeah. Their jersey. I, literally anything you could just throw into a duffel bag. For some reason, they need a whole Zuka card for See, it.
1: Now, another thing that they're into that I don't know. I'm sure you. I'd have it pulled up right now. It's pickleball. I find that way more relevant than cornhole.
0: I didn't even know they had pickleball. People, yeah.
1: people play pickleball. I would play the shit out of pickleball if I wasn't old.
0: Just like i said before, pickleball is just miniature tennis for people that have bad knees. Is, is, it,
1: is it miniature tennis <laughs> or is it oversized ping pong? Yes. <laughs> but no, they have uh, they have pickleball ones and. The, their carts instead of you know how the disc golf carts open with like a flap vertically they open up more like a door on a on like two <laughs> separate hinges so then when you open it up you got your paddles sitting there on the door and you got all your balls your towels and shit on racks i'm like that's fucking dope but i kind of <sighs> this digress. is what the world is coming to <laughs> zuka
0: was the ag- fact that my co-host <laughs> just said a pickleball
1: cart is dope dude it's fucking awesome that I almost, is so fucking stupid. I almost fucked around and could have bought one. and be like, Oh, my god! I could turn this into a disc golf cart. Because you know how cool it would be to have a disc golf cart that opens, you know, out away from your bag instead of just that flap hanging there? I might, no. I might fuck around and find out.
0: Yeah, you go ahead and waste your, like, what, $150, $200 on that fucking cart.
1: I wish. I wish it was just that much. I'm sure it's probably pushing $250.
0: Yeah, anyway, Zuka. So big. Zuka,
1: you know, originally founded in two thousand four as just a high end durable travage tra- travel bag. And then it wasn't until two thousand fourteen where they actually came up with the first cart design for disc golf. And now it's Zuka's completely synonymous with disc golf.
0: Is the biggest brand for bat cart bags. Hundred percent biggest brand.
1: I mean, with Ridge Roller kind of just being so limited. I think Ridge Rollers a little bit better quality and has better products. They just they just cost more because of the availability of them. I mean, Lucas yeah. B is able to put more out and just keep the cost down for you know just oh, your yeah. avid disc It's
0: Good and bad because now I don't know if you've noticed with your bag or anything, the new bags that they or new bags, the new carts they're putting out have some quality issues. So. It's good that they can make more, sell them for less, whatever. But they are having some slight quality issues that might just be from the fact that they had to super expand. Get yeah, what you pay for. Due to COVID. Oh, yeah. Because they did. They super expanded. When COVID started, they probably sold like hundreds of thousands of carts from pickleball. Cornhole and disc golf because you can play guys. all those sports six feet apart from each other
1: all day every day, twice on Sunday. But you know, obviously, disc golfers, most of you listening to this, you know Zuka, you know Bushnell. But do you know? Do you know any other brands that are partnered with DGPT that aren't really disc golf brands, Cody? No. Well, it's a good Adidas, thing, I'm, maybe, huh? They're technically not partnered with DGPT, but you know what the Terex is and everything. And uh, we do carry a lot of Adidas stuff in our shop.
0: I would say that that's the number one foot brand choice for I w- most.
1: I would say clothing clothing brand choice for most yeah. pro shops.
0: But also probably footwear for at least AMs for sure. Yeah. I don't know about pros. Pros have different. You know,
1: yeah, they they go all over specifics. the specifics,
0: but I think if you asked an am like what they're wearing, if they're wearing hiking shoes or waterproof type shoes, disc golf shoes, they're gonna say most likely from Adidas. Yeah,
1: some version of their terexes, which
0: are dope. Most of those shoes are dope, and if you haven't seen the new Adidas's terexes coming out, you should look them up because they look it's, sick. They look
1: pretty fucking Mm-mm-mm. good. But other brands, you know, think of Grip 6. Grip 6, not really, you know, synonymous with being a disc golf brand. Basically, they're just belts and other accessories, other clothing accessories. Now, we have the the Grip 6 Pick 6 or the Grip Pick 6, you know, basically. It's like a sponsored
0: thing that they kind of do. Yeah. but Fantasy. It, yeah. It's a fun. It's fun. It's it, a little fun. I,
1: I don't do it, but some people do. But, you know, we have a lot of pro players that. You know they wear the grip six, you know belts. You know Sexton kind of endorses them, all that good stuff. Your boy's too big for that. They don't. They don't make him your size.
0: I I didn't even look because I just know your boy's too big for that.
1: I don't think I could ever play a round of disc golf with a belt on. It just, it just, it just squeezes so tight. If, if I'm wearing, get, if I'm wearing golf pants, sometimes. man,
0: if I'm wearing golf pants, I could see belt on. Nah. But see, here's the When's thing. What's the last time you played in pants? Here, here, yeah, here's the thing. Your boy, your boys has got some big legs, thunder thighs. Boys got some big legs. Your boy likes to stretch out too. You, you see me? I like to take knees. I like to really get into yeah, yeah. there and freaking shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, I like, I like, I like to have that mobility. And usually, you ain't getting that mobility in <laughs> pants, pants, unless the crotch is gone. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yep. I mean, all, the, all the. Long leg, pants, sweats, whatever I wear in disc golf, don't have belt loops. No, man. There's a fucking reason why. Because I ain't wearing a damn belt.
0: I I just need to find me some stretchy pants. Just for fun. Just for fun. (laughs) You know? Some Nacho Libre pants. Hey, there we go. Disc golf. If you're out there, Adidas, Grip6. Make some stretchy pants for disc golf.
1: We don't need any more of that. We, we don't. We don't need that. <laughs> you wear your leggings sometimes, and yeah, you wear your shorts over the top, but it's still just a little much.
0: You can't see nothing.
1: There's some people that don't wear the shorts.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, a
1: little true. much. So we don't need stretchy pants. Okay. Now put Kristen the in some stretchy pants.
0: They already do. They already wear yoga pants and stuff.
1: I'm just saying. Just saying. Okay. Moving on, another brand, you know, that's partnered with DGPT, not a traditional disc golf brand, you know, like your Innova, Discraft, et cetera, et cetera. Her her herbabolics, basically a natural herbal remedies in such company. What? Exactly.
0: Who? <laughs> <laughs> what? So i is that is that one of them uh no. Innuendos for Reefer?
1: No. That is uh the next item on the agenda. Oh, of course it is. Hemp filled <laughs> botanicals. Oh my gosh. C B D and hemp products. Huh. Oil and It's weird. And such. We wanna take
0: we wanna take the agenda and make it the new narrative that disc golfers aren't just hippie high addicts.
1: But at the same time. But we at the same time
0: <laughs> we wanna do that. Okay.
1: Okay. So th- those are the, the three that, you know, kind of stood out to me as non-traditional disc golf brands other than, you know, Zuka and Bushnell that are currently partnered with the DGPT. So as we're talking about branding, what is a brand or a company that you would like to see potentially jump into this partnership with DGPT in the future? First thing I want to say
0: is there's nothing wrong if you like to get high or drunk or anything, go out and play it. I don't mean that. From the professional uh, sort of thing, I think the tour sh- 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 may not want that being their number one thing that they're trying to propose. Moving on. You know what I want to see is an alcohol brand. I don't understand it. I, I, I've i said it before on this. I have say it again. I don't know why it hasn't jumped into it. 90%... Of exactly (laughs) ninety percent of probably all disc golfers, I would say that are of age, like of age, like to go out and have a few beers on the course while they're playing, just like if anybody was playing ball golf or anything. It's an excuse to get together with your boys, your girls, whatever it is, go out, have a few drinks, have a good time out in the sunlight, out in the sunlight. You can say you're working out.
1: Get my steps in
0: exactly. So let's get let's get so seltzers right. It's been a big movement, health craze. Get a seltzer in there. Get something healthy, something like that.
1: Yeah, you know something that's only a hundred calories and two, but no carbs. Two gram, well, two grams of carbs.
0: Just just measly two grams of yeah. carbs.
1: Yeah, you know, Bud Light seltzers are really okay, good.
0: so I I like this to put stuff back to NASCAR and stuff, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, at the end of each NASCAR race, what you got? You got dudes sipping on. Uh, a Pepsi, or a Coca-Cola, or or a Budweiser, or a Coors, or something like that. Whatever they're sponsored by that week. Why, at the end of each
1: tournament... Are they getting a cowboy hat?
0: <laughs> okay, the cowboy hat's
1: cool. <laughs> that is or, pretty cool. <laughs> or
0: even MMA. Back in the day, when MMA, they had the Monster Can, or something like that.
1: You had big country slamming <laughs> bears.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So why are we not getting, like... Uh, first of all, I'd like to say that... Or, or, no, they don't have to say nothing. They don't have to say nothing. Right as they're getting interviewed, they, to, they take a little sip of their drink, of the beverage, whatever it is. I I personally think, since it's a it's a beer close to our hearts, Natural Light should jump in the game.
1: <laughs> oh, na- are they their own company or are they owned by somebody else?
0: You're asking the wrong person yeah, if, might, who we makes might beer.
1: To, we might have to get a, get with our source on that one. But, you know, you you talk about alcohol. You talk about beer. I I do find it weird that. Liquor, too. I don't care. Yeah, liquor. You know, pocket jack. A
0: a pocket jack. A pocket jack. Hey, all of a sudden, you win yourself a a pro tour event.
1: An A tier. And then
0: somebody comes up to interview you, then boom. Pocket Pocket jack.
1: Jack. Dude, when you sent me that, I was fucking dying. (laughs) That's
0: a great TikTok. Everybody look it up. Pocket (laughs) jack. Uh, Uh, But, yeah, something like that. In the winner's circle, as they're walking around, obviously, you can't drink. While and, you're walking
1: around, until the car turn in, you cannot. You can have
0: a fully unopened.
1: No, is you that illegal too? You can't have it with you at all.
0: Could it be a patch on your bag?
1: Oh, yeah. I don't think. Boom. Yeah. There we go. I, I thought you we were talking about actually having. No, no, no a that's can what I was talking b- about. Oh, okay, yeah.
0: So you can't do that. No, you cannot have a can Let, okay, or let's bottle. Do the next best thing. Let's put a patch on the bag. Coors Light, Bud Light, Budweiser, Anheuser-Busch, Natty, Natter Days.
1: Natter Days. Dude, I would be so down for a Natter Days patch. That's what I'm talking
0: about. It's it's more fun. You're hitting your market. I mean, they have alcohol sales at tour events.
1: Some. The good ones. The good ones. I mean, we haven't been to what is now DDO, but the last time we were at GBO...
0: Everybody was getting a little rowdy.
1: And they were selling booze on the course. You
0: know for a fact they were having booze at that world when James Conrad threw in that shot because homeboy jumped in the lake way too soon to be sober.
1: <laughs> so you you brought up, you know, obviously alcohol. Like you said, you know, I would definitely assume 90% of players that play disc golf that are of age partake in alcoholic beverages for sure. Yes. You know, a pretty solid course. Ultra Disc Golf Park, Fort Collins, Colorado, built on the grounds of the Anheuser Busch Brewery that brews Coors Light in Colorado.
0: Sounds like a perfect segue into getting branding.
1: And yet they're still not partnered with the DGPT. You
0: would you would think,
1: or the DGPT is not letting them.
0: Yes, that's what I'm thinking has to be happening
1: because they they let people smoke in C and below, if the card allows them. But, but well, you can't have but you can't have alcohol. Period. Depending During tournament play, yeah, that's true. I the, think the, I'm pretty sure that's a the, rule. The TD can make a a, a stipulation. A, yeah, I'm pretty you sure you cannot smi- That you cannot smoke, but a TD cannot say it's okay to drink. A huh. TD cannot say that. I didn't know that. It is actually in PDGA rulebook: no alcohol, period. That's dumb. And then I think for B tiers, Why? B tiers and above, no alcohol or tobacco, it's not period. A, it's
0: not a here. Here's the thing. I would understand if it's there's some sort of enhancement it gives you. It,
1: I, I play better. Yeah, but that's. Or like, I feel like I play better. Yeah, that's <laughs>
0: the, that's what I was about to make an argument of. Yeah, it, it makes you think you play better, but are you really playing better? I mean, it's not like you're. I so I can take an energy drink, which actually gives me like pumps me up. Well, it gets my juice. muscles going, all this other stuff. But if I want to take booze. And it literally impairs my eyesight and everything else. You can't do that. That makes no sense. So it makes you, if anything, for most people, it would definitely make them worse.
1: Well, that's why we are not most people on party cars. Yeah, yeah, for real. We don't do sober disco. Well, but even some of uh, us don't do sober disco. Here's
0: the thing: even even say you you don't let people drink it still, but why not brand it? That's, yeah, money. That's, that's money. That's money in your yeah, pocket. Right. And you know that you're... Especially it, it,
1: if you're allowing to sell them at the event. And to your you spectators. know...
0: And you know... It's part of your market.
1: Yeah. I, I would say it's definitely... In my opinion, I think it's a bigger market than hemp.
0: How many on, on the... I... Well... 50-50. I, don't, I, I, don't I Maybe 50/50. 60-40. I, hey, man. I would we say... Are, we know... That... There is a big portion, even in our community, that gets down with... with
1: The, the hashish. The
0: hash. The, but the how, how, lettuce, many, pe- how the, many people that
1: get down with the, the hash also grass. drink?
0: I don't... Well, probably all of them.
1: But how many people do you know drink but don't get down with the hashish? A lot more. A lot more. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's the point I'm getting Especially
0: at. here where we're from because there's so many uh, air, airline stuff and aerospace type stuff where you, gotta stay you cannot do that <laughs>
1: yeah uh no smoking for you but you know we kind of hammered the whole alcohol obviously that's that's a party car thing that's kind of what we do we we get a little bug that's we throw why some it's plastic. the first thing off the line so just to kind of come off the whole 21 and over kind of thing why is there not a beverage sponsor period a gatorade a powerade we've seen an energy drink We've we talked about Celsius off the mics. Garbage. You know they taste bad, but Paul drinks the shit out of them. Our local shop carries That's them. That's
0: the one bad thing Paul does.
1: <laughs> but we also, they, our shop also carries Red Bull. But then again, everyone kind of carries okay. Red Bull. <sighs>
0: yes, they're the originals. Yes, for some people, for some reason, people get hooked on them. Are they that good? No. Maybe with vodka.
1: Uh, I'm out of that craze now. Yeah. I'm out of college.
0: I don't like, I don't, okay. Literally. I don't like either vodka or I, I don't like Red Bull or Celsius.
1: I mean, I, I like Red Bull. I'll take Red Bull over Celsius, but you know, another, another beverage that I'd like to see, you know, not energy drink body armor. I mean, obviously they have
0: good, but overpriced in my opinion.
1: If, Interest drinks are fucking good and overpriced.
0: Hear me out. Gatorade has the NBA. Gatorade has the market in the NFL. All these other places. You know what needs to step it up? A more superior sports drink. Powerade.
1: I I said Powerade. Correct. (laughs) Yeah, I I think Powerade has... Powerade's big in NASCAR, right? Yes. Yeah.
0: Because it's Pepsi.
1: I... Pepsi. Pepsi.
0: Actually, I think Pepsi's Gatorade and Coca-Cola is Powerade.
1: That's what you just said. No, you said said Coca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm
0: okay. I'm pretty sure Coca-Cola is owns Powerade because I I always thought it was weird that Coca-Cola is number one in soft drinks and Pepsi's number two, but Gatorade is number one and Powerade's number two, and they're owned by opposite companies.
1: <laughs> Oh, I like Powerade more. It's less sweet than than Gatorade. Yeah. And and a better taste.
0: And uh, I think sodium's down in Powerade too. I don't I don't really remember. Yeah. Something so, like so, that.
1: Sodium's important though in those But areas, uh, yeah. i
0: so I Powerade. I like your Body Armor take. I think Body Armors are good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh the even the low calorie ones are good. I just feel like they're a little overpriced.
1: Yeah. I mean.
0: And Gatorade's only getting more and more expensive
1: too. So yeah.
0: get Gatorade out. Gatorade's got enough. Get Gatorade out of here.
1: So you're saying Powerade and Body Armor? Let's go. And booze.
0: But here we go. I don't like Celsius, Celsius right? Right. That's let's get some doing. C4 in there. Let's get the jitters, baby. Let's get the jitters.
1: The problem with I C4 four is I want to hear my that...
0: heartbeat through my eyeballs. Oh.
1: I want to I want to see sounds.
0: Exactly. The... Or I think Bang is going out of business or something. So I, I don't well, think-
1: ba- Bang is just on their way out, just period. Just a,
0: a big boy energy drink. How about that? Any big boy energy drink. That isn't that Red
1: Bull or Celsius
0: yeah, uh, fuck rain. Rain is is decent. Uh, buck up is pretty good for most people.
1: Never had it. Never heard of it. It's
0: pretty good. I just I want I want something that's more versatile.
1: I want something that,
0: and I, I don't w- want something that's gonna lie to me and say it's organic and healthy like Celsius and then lose a lawsuit.
1: You know, d- disc golf has made its way as a professional entity. By being different, and I would like to see something different. You know, people have Monster, they have Red Bull. Yeah. You know, no one really has Celsius, even though you don't like it. No one really has the C4 energy drinks, but C4 is you know a performance supplement. You know, basically for bodybuilders, athletes, yada yada yada. Yeah, it's a
0: pre-workout. Yeah.
1: Well, they also make post-workouts, so on and so forth. Yeah,
0: yeah, well, of course.
1: So, I-, I would like to see more branding you know, outside of just disc golf branding and personally, I'm not a big hemp person at all. Uh, so th- the whole hemp thing just doesn't really, you know, s- sit with me. Will I not play a tournament because it's sponsored by a hemp brand? No. No, nah, I mean, I'm still going to play, well, play disc that. golf. I don't, I don't give a damn. Play the shit out of I'm that. Play the shit out of that. As long as I could drink my booze afterwards. Well, if
0: you think they're going to allow smoking, <laughs> you should allow booze.
1: Yeah. So... Let us know what you think about the current brands that are in partnership with the DGPT. Let us know what brands you would like to see in partnership anything, with any the other DGPT. Type of brand? I really don't. I mean, I, do you? I
0: mean, I would throw in some clothing type stuff, like get like some big, some bigger brand clothing stuff in there, maybe. I
1: I feel like clothing is so general that I could take off my Adidas hoodie. Either a Nike hoodie, it's the exact same thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, kind of.
1: That that's why I think I just, brands like Adidas and Nike aren't, you know, actually in partnership with the dgp How about like yet. some
0: sunglasses exclusive? Like, uh, like let's get let's get disc golf Pip Vipers. Let's get disc golf Oakleys. Some disc golf Ray bans something like that.
1: What What do you mean by that? I don't know. I just want free sunglasses. <laughs> I just, I want cheap sunglasses.
0: Call me up, sponsor us. Hey,
1: Charlie said he gets his pit vipers Boom. cheap all the time. Talk let's to the go, man, Charlie.
0: Get us some pit vipers. He said
1: he gets them on sale for like twenty five bucks a pop. Boom, let's go. I'm not rocking them ugly bitches.
0: <laughs> sponsor me, then. <laughs> I don't care. Nate's stupid.
1: No, I'll rock my cheap Walmart glasses all day, every day.
0: <laughs> okay. The only other thing is like maybe some maybe a hand warmer brand. Any, what, what is that? What are those hand warmers called that hand, you always use? Hand warmers. No, those little things that you crush them up in your hands and they get hot. Hand warmers. Is that actually the brand name? <laughs> it's called it's hand that, warmers? I think
1: so. <laughs> hand, I, don't, I don't know what the actual brand name is. There you go.
0: Boom. Hand warmers and disc golf. Some, something like that. I don't know. They
1: have They have those. They're called the electric hand warmers from fucking Innova. Yeah. That's uh, kind of sucked out. Listen.
0: Hot take. Hot take on a cold take. Electric hand warmers suck.
1: They're they, good they, as long as they're they good
0: last <laughs> for about thirty minutes, and then my hands are colder than what they were because they they got the they got the chance to feel heat.
1: Like ah, nice and toasty, and I'm fucking freezing.
0: I I want okay. So Bushnell tried to jump into the speaker game, right? Mm-hmm. We like your JBLs. Yeah. Let's get JBL brand out there. Let's get. Let's get Sony. Let's get that type of stuff out there.
1: Why I don't think that would ever work is because they, JBL, they already know how good their speakers are. Hell yeah. They don't need to market it towards. All they can do though is they can make
0: something that pops onto your cart or they can make something perfect to fit in like the specific cup holders. They they have
1: those already. That's not marketed toward disc golf. They have it marketed towards ball golf.
0: Yes, that's what I'm saying. They're They're already halfway there.
1: But literally I could just go on to Amazon and find it and then so it would It's the same with Zuka. It, it would pop right onto my it's fucking same, Disc Golf cart. It's the
0: same thing you're just saying about Zuka. Zuka didn't have to make a cart specific for Disc Golf. No,
1: they did. And they and they did because the so way So then
0: you're say, a company, established company could make a speaker for Disc Golf.
1: And Bushnell did. And
0: it And it's okay.
1: It is just okay.
0: Let's make a good one.
1: I Got, got a JBL Four. Right back I know, there.
0: but look, What if it's, what if it could be even better?
1: How could it be? How could it? Now, how could it be better?
0: Well, here's another thing. There's another thing because I, I remember this. Our buddy, Andrew, Burke, Burke, the stock. He has a watch that connects to courses for golf.
1: Oh, I got one of those. Yeah.
0: What about that for disc golf? That sounds pretty cool. It's a, a U disk watch.
1: But we, we just talked about the problem with the U-Disc speaker is that it only works if it's calibrated correctly in the, the course that you are playing is set up with the smart layout to the pin and T-pad. Because there,
0: may- there are some analytics stats, ones ones and zeros, ones and zeros that you have to work out with. But that would be cool. That would be Garmin cool. Garmin could jump on that. Uh Bushnell, Bushnell could do that too because
1: they, they make GPS watches yeah, for ball anything, golf,
0: anything like that. Rolex,
1: stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: they're more luxury. <laughs> I'm just naming off uh, watch names. iPhones could pop that out with an app like that.
1: I mean, taking. Techn- I think you could just sync like your smartwatch, like your Android watch or iPhone watch, to your phone, and you just use you. I'm just saying, the exact same thing.
0: There's so many possibilities out there that could. Boom! Just jump right into disc golf, uh, an exploding sport, and make money, and then and be is, cool for us.
1: I do like the watch idea. Exactly, I, I would not wear it because and you wouldn't need
0: a rangefinder because your watch could tell you.
1: I could just take out my U disc, but I'd still fuck. I just use my rangefinder. <laughs> <laughs> but once again, you know, I don't use it very often. I no. use it, I use it on new courses and when I'm in a shit fucking spot. <laughs> I tend to find myself in from time to time. You got anything else, Ed?
0: That that's my whole spiel on the brands.
1: That's my whole spiel. Once again, guys, reach out to us on the Twitter at Party Card Sports. Also on Facebook at Party Card Sports. Let us know what you think. Do you like the brands that are currently sponsored with the DGPT? Do you think other brands should be in partnership with the DGPT? Let us know what you think. We out. We are out. We'll see you next week. Until next week, keep the party going on out there. We'll keep the party going on in here.